Welcome to the Jesus Heals podcast. Again, it's been a little while since I last um, sent an episode, but here we are. And now it is the new year, so happy new year to everyone. I hope you're having a good beginning of this new year and recognizing Jesus's ways to be with us in this year to come. And I've been praying for, for all of you as always. And today I wanted to talk about um, gratitude or gratefulness. I'm, I'm not sure what I'll call this episode, but just how gratitude and gratefulness can lead us to deeper healing. And you know, I think now, as I record this, it's still pretty early in January, so <laughs> it's still the new year. And I think it can be a really beautiful practice for all of us to look back over the last year and to focus on things we can be grateful for, things that foster, that, that we can have gratitude for in our lives. You know, to look over the last year, and for many of us, you know, the year has continued to be difficult, and things always happen that aren't as positive, but there are things in our life that we can be grateful for. And I know sometimes people make New Year's resolutions. I try not to make them because I never stick to them and then I feel horrible. <laughs> but one year I did try to, for my New Year's resolution, I said for this year, I, I'm going to, at the end of the day, when I pray, thank God for two things that happened that day. And it could be anything. It could be, you know, I'm, I have gratitude that I you know, woke up today or something really simple like somebody cooked some food that I liked or or it could be bigger things like I received a big grace in prayer or, you know, a, something I'd been waiting for was finally answered or whatever. Um, and, and that's continued. That was several years ago that I decided to do that. And most days I did it in that year and it, it's continued to be something that I do at the end of the day. You know, one or two things I call to mind that I am grateful for in the day, and I thank God for them. And I think this attitude, people call it an attitude of gratitude, it kind of rhymes, but this attitude of gratefulness or gratitude can open us up to Jesus's healing. Um, because, at least for me, when I'm focusing on things I can be grateful for, it takes me away from this, from a self-centeredness. It takes me away from having a like a pity party for myself for things that are going wrong. Because for me, at least, I know for myself that it's very easy for me to focus on things that are going wrong or the th things that are going not the way I'd want them to, right? Like I have really good ideas and I want everything to go the way I want it to go. And often things don't go the exact way I want to go. Thank God they don't <laughs> most of the time, right? So in hindsight, we can say that. But when I can focus on something that I'm grateful for, instead of focusing on the doom and gloom <laughs> that's so often given to us, if you watch the news every day, you know, sometimes I can't watch the news because a lot of it's negative and I know it brings me to a place that I don't want to be all the time. Now, we need to be informed of the news. I'm not saying don't watch it, you know, but but know yourself too. And I know myself that I can get focused on these negative things and think that, like, 
I'm forgotten by God or something. It can lead me to a, a place that's not not healthy and not good and and really far away from the healing power of Jesus Christ, right? Because it's I become self-centered. I become introspective. Is that the right word? Like looking in on myself and not looking out at others and seeing God's goodness and glory. So this perspective of gratitude or gratefulness can help us find deeper union with God. It helps me find deeper union with God because when I'm grateful for a thing, even if it's something that quote-unquote seems little, right? Um, Like someone gave me my favorite flower or something, you know? Or yeah, gave me a tiny little something they knew I would like. Like I can be grateful for that. And I rejoice in ultimately it being God's gift to me through that person. Or if it is a gift from God, if it's a grace in prayer or an insight I get, you know, in my relationship with the Lord, you know, it brings me closer to God. Because, I mean, goodness is an attribute of God. So when we're focusing on, on gratitude and gratefulness, it, it brings us to good things. It brings good things to mind. I hope this is making sense. <laughs> so in that way, I believe it opens us up to healing because anytime we're more united, more closely united with God, he can work in us more deeply. So when I'm thanking God at the end of the day for the things that I'm grateful for, when I'm giving praise to him for all he's given me, when I'm praising him for the gift of my sister or my family member or whoever, you know, I'm open to a deeper communion with him. And it's in those places of deep communion that he can come with his grace and heal us even more deeply. You know, and in scripture, we hear all the time, like St. Paul tells us, rejoice in the Lord always. And I think gratitude can also, it can lead to rejoicing because we realize the gifts we've been given and we can rejoice in them. And the same with the Blessed Mother in her Magnificat in the Gospel of Luke. The first line of it, Our Lady says, My soul rejoices in God. You know, my soul magnifies the Lord. He rejoices in God, my Savior. You know, these kind of prayers, these prayers of praise, are coming from people that are not looking in on themselves and feeling bad about everything that's happening, but they're living a life of gratitude, I feel. And, and I want to live that more fully, more freely. I don't all the time. <laughs> so you're not alone if you don't know how to do this, right? So we try. And as St. Paul tells us to rejoice always, people say, well, I don't know how to do that. I would say, I don't know how to do that. It doesn't mean our life is perfect. To rejoice in the Lord always does not mean our life is perfect. Not at all things happen. We're here on this earth. We're fallen humanity. We sin. We go to confession. We receive forgiveness. We offend each other and we ask forgiveness from one another. You know, we get in an argument with someone we love, (laughs) someone we care about. It happens. We, We make a bad choice. We make a wrong turn in our lives and we get down and, you know, maybe we can forget things. Um, but we can always go back to the Lord, we always can start anew and rejoice in him and give thanks for the things we have received, for the gifts that we have. 
And what I am thankful for might not mean anything to you if I tell you the things I'm grateful for. And vice versa, what you're grateful for might not mean anything to me. And that's okay. It's not a competition. (laughs) It's not like my gratefulness has to be qualified and quantified and whatever, all those types of words. So, you know, I'm not saying we have to be positive all the time either. Like, you can tell if someone's kind of being fake and they're positive all the time and nothing's ever wrong and everything's perfect and praise God. And yeah, some people are sincere and they really do see God in all things. And that's something I aspire to, right? To, To be able to praise God in the midst of everything. That's what I want to be like. Um, but I'm not saying, you know, you can only be grateful and you can't have sorrow. Like there are times in our life when we have sorrow. So I want that to be understood too. And again, I'm not like a theologian. So, um, whatever strikes you in these podcasts, you know, take them and bring it to the Lord. And if it doesn't strike you, then you can leave it, leave it behind. Right. But one example, um, that I think helps us, and I know it helps me, is thinking of these different types of prayers or different attitudes of being, is the Psalms. So the Psalms have been around for thousands of years. The Psalms of King David, really. We know the Jewish people prayed the Psalms before there was Christianity, so Jesus prayed the Psalms growing up as a Jewish boy. And I took a class some years ago, a scripture class, and it was all on the Psalms. And it really helped me to deepen my love for these prayers. Because at first, first go, when I was praying the Liturgy of the Hours, which is a prayer of the church that a lot of priests pray and some religious pray, and many lay people pray pray them as well. The Liturgy of the Hours, it's, it's a bunch of Psalms that you pray every day. And it can kind of feel, some of them kind of feel odd, like it's a psalm about King David, and you're like, okay. But the psalms, there's there's lots of different types of psalms, and there's psalms for every occasion. So there's psalms of praise, there's psalms of lament, there's um, like wisdom psalms, there's, there's a whole bunch of names. If you Google types of psalms, you'll get different examples of them. And psalms of praise, so... The reason this this kind of consoles me is even in the midst of like if I, if I am having a hard time being grateful like I'm having a really hard day some horrible I got horrible news I'm just really down I I I want to be grateful but I I'm stuck right I feel stuck I don't know how to to do this truthfully honestly I don't want to be fake about it you know I want my prayer to be real to God and I I want to thank him but you know, if you just got horrible news or maybe you're just feeling really bad, like you're really sick or something and in a lot of pain, then it can be really hard at times. But even in those moments, and I think especially in those moments, we can unite whatever we're going through with God. So the Psalms, there's, I'm just going to go through them really quick and I'll give like a brief example of them, but you can Google this and find lots of examples and it's great. So there's psalms of praise, which I would say are great for times of um, gratitude, right? So praising God for his gifts. And 
one of one example of a psalm of praise is Psalm 19. So it says, The heavens declare the glory of God, the skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day they pour forth speech, night after night they reveal knowledge. They have no speech, they use no words, no sound is heard from them, yet their voice goes out into all the earth, their words to the ends of the world. It is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, like a champion rejoicing to run his course. So that's a psalm of praise, and you can you can Google others. And there's also psalms that are obviously hymns, they're songs, right? And these can kind of be, also they can be psalms of praise. So an example of a hymn is Psalm 98. I'm looking at my notes, so I want to get it right. Psalm 98. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. For his right hand and holy arm have worked salvation for him. This is kind of obvious because it starts out with sing. <laughs> sing to the Lord a new song. So it's a psalm, a psalm of um, a hymn. And then there's psalms of lament or lamentation, sorrow, right? So this is when the person writing the psalms is really crying out to God in the midst of their turmoil, in the midst of an immense struggle. So this is prayer too. And I think, especially if we're stuck and we can't think of something to be grateful for, it's not a reason to not pray. And even more so, I would think, in times of what St. Ignatius of Loyola calls times of desolation, where we feel far away from God, where we don't feel quote-unquote good, right? These times, are it's really important to keep praying, to keep showing up. It doesn't have to be eloquent. It doesn't have to be a pretty prayer time <laughs> or have all the right words. But even in those times, I would encourage, and I do this myself, you know, pray a psalm of lament. And so one example of a psalm of lament is Psalm 88. And part of it says, I am confined and cannot escape. My eyes are dim with grief. I call to you, Lord, every day. I spread out my hands to you. Do you show your wonders to the dead? Do their spirits rise up and praise you? Is your love declared in the grave, your faithfulness in destruction? And later on it says, But I cry to you for help, Lord. In the morning my prayer comes before you. Why, Lord, do you reject me and hide your face from me? <clears throat> so this is an example of a psalm of lament. And it's it's real. <laughs> you know, at the end, why, do you, why Lord, do you reject me? Because it can feel like that at times. So these are just some of the types of psalms. And, and I encourage you to pray with all of them. Just Google... <laughs> types of psalms, psalms of praise, psalms of lament, psalms of wisdom, um, and for each circumstance. But especially in the psalms of lament, I encourage you to pray them, but don't, like, it's not good to sit in them and just wallow and just feel sorry for ourselves, right? And that's where, for myself, like, I might pray a psalm of lament, and I pray that, and I feel it, and I let myself feel it. I feel upset about whatever my difficulty is. 
But then I still ask for the grace of the Holy Spirit, for the Holy Spirit to enlighten me and help me to see one thing I'm grateful for. So see, like we can, we offer our Lord our sorrow. He knows it. He knows the depths of it, right? And, and he's with us in it. But still, the Holy Spirit, I know, the Holy Spirit will show us one thing to be grateful for. And then pray with that and offer that back to God. Offer that to Jesus. And it can be a good practice. It's kind of, it can seem kind of cheesy, <laughs> but to even write it down. Like when I first started doing this, you know, thinking of two things to be grateful for every day, I kept a little notebook by my bed, like on my nightstand, just a little um, notebook you could fit in your pocket, one of those little ones. And I would just write down the things I was grateful for. It could be something really simple, like I got to go for a long walk today, you know, or there was a beautiful sunset. Yeah, anything, <laughs> whatever I was grateful for. And then you can take time. And sometimes it's bigger things. I received a huge grace in prayer. You know, I, I was waiting for this result from a test and I, it came out well, you know, um, either like a test for school or a medical test or whatever, you know, and I'm grateful for that. So, and then if you, if you do write some of them down, it's really cool because then you can go back through the month or through the year and see all of the things that you've given praise to God for, that you've been grateful for. And especially, especially in times where we're having a hard time, right? Where I'm having a hard time and I, I just, I don't feel grateful for anything, right? Everything is going wrong. <laughs> um, everything I'm trying to do isn't working, you know, I don't know what, you know, the printer broke and I can't do my work and, you know, I burnt dinner or whatever, everything, it's just a bad day, <laughs> right? And in times of those days where you would want to pray a psalm of lament <laughs> and then ask for the Holy Spirit's guidance, in those days, you can go back over things that you were grateful for in days past and recall them again, like bring them to mind and remember how good, how good and, and how good it was and how grateful you are for that thing still. You know, you're still probably grateful for the thing that happened last week or a month ago or last year. So let me know, you know, if you, um, if you do this, if you think of things to be grateful for, if you have a method for doing this, if you keep it in a notebook or, you know, some people have creative ways of doing this. So feel free to share them and I can share them with other people too. And know that I am praying for all of you and know that gratitude and gratefulness can open us up to receive more of God's gifts, make us more aware of them and, and bring us closer to God, to communion with him, which brings us deeper into healing because he is the source of healing. So we just take a moment really quick to pray for everyone listening. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I ask you to enlighten everyone that's listening. Give us light and help us bring to mind one thing we can be grateful for today. Jesus, we thank you. We praise you. If you can imagine holding this thing that you're grateful for in your hands and offering it to Jesus, 
and saying thank you to him. Jesus, thank you for this gift. Help me to praise you and thank you for it. Jesus, bring us each closer to you, into your most sacred heart, the source of all healing and love. Jesus, I ask you to fill every person, to take anything out of them that doesn't lead them to you. Have it all be gone in the name of Jesus Christ. Any despair, any sadness, any any wounds that are filling us up and keeping us from deeper union with you, Jesus, take them out now in Jesus' name. Have these things be gone from us. Jesus, we ask you through the power of your Holy Spirit to fill us up with your love, with your joy, with your peace, with all of your gifts. And out of these gifts, may we give praise to you always. And even in prayers of lament, may we always turn back and praise you for your gifts. Thank you, Jesus, for this time. We end this prayer in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, thank you so much for listening, and um, I hope you enjoy this podcast and know that gratitude can lead us deeper into the heart of Jesus, where we all find healing and trust that Jesus heals. God bless you.